0: All right, folks, and welcome aboard to this Tuesday night edition Philip Ward show. We have entered now, folks, the 729th day of slowing the spread. You know what that means? Tomorrow is going to be exactly two years, two years of slowing the spread. In this country, the Joe Unity Biden administration now has 1,041 days left for all of us to endorse. So, there is a piece, and this came out back in January, and um, Lee Smith is the guy's name. um, Might not be familiar with him. American journalist and author, senior fellow at the Hudson uh, Institute, senior editor. For the weekly standard. Basically, what you need to know is he's a more conservative leaning journalist. And he wrote a phenomenal piece. Now, this was January 24th of this year. And he's not the only one. I mean, Politico last month wrote an article titled Putin Was Playing Biden All Along. The New York Post last May, May of 2021. What does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Biden? And folks, I think it is time to start asking that question. I really do. Because the war between Ukraine and Russia is not... Oh, by the way, uh, the Ukrainian President Zelensky is supposed to um address Congress uh, tomorrow. So who knows how that's uh, going to go. Uh, that comes tomorrow. But the war is... It, it's not getting any better at this point in time. Innocent men, women, and children are dying because of that egotistical, disgusting, awful, horrific dictator, Vladimir Putin, and Russia. And so, who knows what Zelensky's going to ask for tomorrow. But what we can ask today is, what is Joe Biden doing about it? Now, Joe Biden, who's put, oh, we had, so Biden's put sanctions on Russia, And remember, the Russian ambassador was telling Sweden, yeah, we don't really give a blank about the sanctions. Now today, right here's the headline here. This is, where is this? Propaganda News, CNN. Russia issues sanctions against Biden and a long list of U.S. officials and political figures. Now, you might just say, all right, well, this is just a symbolic gesture from Vladimir Putin. It doesn't really mean anything. I mean, at this point in time, we hate Russia. Uh, Russia hates us. We hate the Russian government. The Russian government hate, hates our government. But I think that, I think there's something else in this. And I and again, I'm asking the question, folks, like Lee Smith did in January, like the New York Post did last May. What does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Biden. And and I'll get into more specifics about it. You know when it comes to the the MiG fighters and how Poland was going to supply them to Ukraine and it was Joe Unity Biden who said, "Nope, you know what? We're not going to take that route." And and again, so Here's the list though. Like I said, we'll get into that as the program unfolds. So Russia today imposed sanctions against a wide range of American officials, including of course, President Joe Unity Biden, marking another escalation in tensions between Russian President Vladimir Putin and the West as Russian military forces continue their invasion of Ukraine. So according to a statement issued earlier today, by the Russian Foreign Ministry, the government is adding the following individuals to a stop list. That's what they're calling it. It's a stop list um, where you can't, uh, it bars them from entering Russia. I mean, you kind of think, well, I don't think a lot of these people are going to enter Russia at this point in time They're Vlad. Anyways, so, so on the list, Joe, Unity, Biden. Now you will see a common theme with a lot of these people And Joe Unity Biden and all of their involvement in not only this administration, but back in Barack Hussein Obama's administration. Joe Biden, Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley. Milley gets off scot-free. He really does. Remember when it was Mark Milley who was saying to China, oh, don't worry. Donald Trump's not going to attack you. And if he does, well, I'll send a warning. Remember that? How uh, how does Mark Milley still have a job, folks? It's beyond me. National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, CIA Director, William Burns, White House Press Secretary, Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki ain't going to rush anytime soon. Now she can't now, um, given uh, Putin's uh, sanctions here. Deputy National Security Advisor, Dalip. Sing, uh, S- Samantha Power, Deputy Secretary of Treasury, Adewale Adayemo, U.S. Export and Import Bank President, Retta Joe Lewis. So a lot of those people, folks, worked not only in this administration but the Barack Hussein Obama administration. Hillary Rotten Clinton is also on the stop list. Oh, and hit oh, Hillary Rotten Clinton. Thinks it is hilarious, folks, that she's on the list. She thinks it's hilarious. You know, she just finds the time to joke about uh, this this Russian stop list. You know, kind of like the way that uh, Kamala Harris makes a joke while she's uh, in a press conference with the Poland president. A uh, friend in need is a friend indeed. Oh, and Kamala Harris. We'll get into her. You know what she said about Ukraine and NATO. And again, remember, folks, Ukraine is not a NATO country. Hillary Clinton tweeted earlier, uh, replying to a tweet showing that she was uh, she and um, the rest of the Biden officials that I just named off were sanctioned. I want to. Thank the Russian Academy for this Lifetime Achievement Award, she says. Again, as if it's funny. As if it wasn't Hillary Clinton who was colluding with Russia to steal the 2016 election. Remember, it was Hillary Rotten Clinton and her team that was spying on the Trump campaign. Notice how quick that that story went away. I mean, it's no wonder Rush Limbaugh, the great Rush Limbaugh, used to call him the drive-by media they don't they don't take time on these stories you know if this happened to donald trump you know they did take time on trump russia collusion and trump stealing the election and now after everything we've been through four years of the mainstream media you kept hearing it over and over again and all and and it was all a lie from the very beginning it was a lie even the fbi director jim Comey. Knew it was a lie. It's salacious and it's unverified. But yet, his FBI ran with that. Ru- Hillary Clinton campaign bought the Russian dossier, which again, remember, it was Christopher Steele, the former British spy, who writes the Russian dossier, and 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 who paid him? Well, the opposition research group. Fusion GPS, which was funded by, you bet, Perkins Cooey, the law firm that represents Hillary Clinton and also the Democrat National Committee. It was Hillary Clinton, and remember, even Hillary Clinton was telling the FBI Barack Hussein Obama knew about it, that Hillary Rod Clinton was going to stir up a scandal vilifying Trump and connecting him with Russia. Now she thinks it's funny. Remember, how about Uranium One and Hillary Clinton's involvement there? Um, Propaganda news: CNN writes the move is largely symbolic, as it seems unlikely that members of the Biden administration would be traveling to Russia anytime soon. Foreign Ministry said the sanctions were a response to sanctions issued by the U.S. in recent weeks, uh, which were part of the West's larger tactics to counter Russia's military actions in Ukraine. So, on the top, and again, we'll we'll get back to um Joe Unity Biden, um, and and again. What does, the, the the question that I'm asking tonight, folks, what does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Unity Biden? But earlier today, very sad, heartbreaking news coming out of Ukraine. Fox News cameraman, um, this guy, his name was uh, Pierre Zakshevsky, was killed in Ukraine. Veteran Fox News cameraman Pierre Z- uh, Zakschewski has died after his vehicle was struck by incoming fire in Haranka outside of Kiev in Ukraine. Uh, Ukrainian, by the way, my thoughts and prayers are with his family. It's just so sad and heartbreaking and tragic. You know the the courage that these people have to be over there reporting. Um, you know, being being actual journalists. You know, while this war is going on in Ukraine, the the bravery is just stunning to me. Um I God bless this guy. I mean, Lord may he rest in peace. Uh Ukrainian journalist Alexandra uh, Kuv, Kuv, uh this one. Um she uh, only twenty four years old, for God's sake. She was killed as well, Fox News confirmed uh today. She was serving as a consultant for Fox News on the ground during the course of the Russian invasion. I mean God bless her and Her entire family. Thoughts and prayers are really with all of them uh, at this point in time. And remember on top of that, there was this Fox News journalist uh, that we heard reports of yesterday, Benjamin Hall. He's been covering the war in Ukraine. Well, he was injured yesterday. He still remains hospitalized. Uh, It is with great sadness. This was uh, Suzanne Scott, the Fox News Media CEO. Uh, It is with great sadness and a heavy heart that we share the news this morning regarding our beloved cameraman, Pierre Uh, Uh, So, you know, like I said, it's just heartbreaking and horrific stuff, folks. Again, people, innocent people are losing their lives because of Vladimir Putin's war on Ukraine. Um, So Joe Unity Biden uh, supposedly is going to travel. We got this earlier today. Biden is going to travel to Brussels for the NATO summit. Uh, President Biden expected to be in Belgium next week. Uh, He will join the extraordinary... NATO summit that will convene March 24th. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the president will discuss the ongoing deterrence and defense efforts in response to Russia's unprovoked and unjustified attack on Ukraine, as well as to reaffirm our ironclad commitment to our NATO allies. Well, I wonder if Jen Psaki knows who our NATO allies are, because Kamala Harris doesn't. We now have the first uh, country in NATO that's Estonia um, who's who are calling for a no-fly zone. Parliament of Estonia yesterday called for UN member states to take immediate steps to establish a no-fly zone over Ukraine. Uh, Est- By the way, folks, if if we establish a no-fly zone, it 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 basically means World War Three. That's that's U.S. military involvement in this war now, folks. And Joe Biden. Folks, Joe Biden is so afraid of Vladimir Putin, it really isn't even funny anymore. How weak he's been, how terrified He is deathly afraid of Vladimir Putin. By the way, if in case you didn't know, Vladimir Putin is this real small guy. He's only five foot five. He's just a little guy. That's all he is. With an with an ego, you know, so big with with all he wants to do is murder innocent civilians, take Ukraine because he believes it's part of the USSR. I mean, get, you know, get a load of this guy, folks. Um, anyway, and again, remember, for four years, guess what? During the Trump administration, little Vladimir Putin didn't do a single thing, nothing at all. Donald Trump, peace through strength, Ronald Reagan, he was saying to Vladimir Putin, if you don't touch Ukraine, Do not touch Ukraine, because guess what? I will hit Moscow. All those beautiful golden turns, boom, blown up, he said. And guess what? Vladimir Putin took him at his word. Vladimir Putin said, you know what? I'm not going to mess around with this guy. I mean, I think a lot of the country right now, folks, I really do. I think they really miss Donald Trump. Um, So anyway, so Estonia is the first NATO member uh, to have a body formally calling for the implementation of a no-fly zone. Uh, The Parliament of Estonia expresses its support to the defenders and to the people of the state of Ukraine in their fight against the Russian Federation that has launched a criminal war, calls on showing um, absolute support to Ukraine in its war for maintaining its freedom, sovereignty, and territorial integrity. Um, And again, remember... uh, Zelensky will speak to the uh, U.S. Congress tomorrow. Sonia's parliament says it underlines uh, that Russia's unprovoked aggression and military activities constitute a crime against peace with no statute of limitations. Um, Now, oh, and um, so during the White House uh, press conference, you had Jen Psaki. So again, she's been sanctioned. Joe Biden's been sanctioned. And she, kind of like Hillary Clinton, is making a joke out of it. You know, here while we have a NATO country wanting a no-fly zone. And, you know, if, if, if one, remember, uh, it, with NATO and the agreement with NATO, an attack on one NATO country is an attack on all. I mean, I wonder if, if this is going to now trigger other countries, other NATO countries, to start calling for a no-fly zone. And again, no-fly zone means direct American involvement in this Ukrainian-Russian war. You know, it's awful, it's horrific, it's terrifying, it's so sad and heartbreaking what's going on in Ukraine. And I've said that plenty of times on this program. But folks, you also have to remember, all right, and again, this has nothing to do with the Ukrainian civilians who are being killed for no reason at all. But remember... Ukraine is not a part of NATO. You know, we we have no obligation to defend Ukraine. We don't, folks. And again, and now, uh, well, Phil, how can you possibly say that? Well, I'm worrying about us, about our country, about our men and women, that if we have to establish no flies and Americans have to go over there, folks, I don't want any American killed when this says again ukraine is not a part of nato so i i listen i i think we should supply them you know, with missiles with fighters with anything we possibly can so they have a great chance at keeping their independence but a no fly zone for me folks is a no go at all i don't want direct american involvement in ukraine again and a country of ukraine that was so full of corruption has been for a long while including joe unity biden and his crackhead son hunter biden hunter biden who is just probably one of the biggest scumbags going in this entire country but a no-fly zone for me folks nah uh-uh, that don't work um so anyway, so Saki's joking. You know, she said, well, Russia, uh, they may have, uh, uh, Joe Biden's a uh, junior, actually. So they may have sanctioned his father, like as if it's funny, right? It was nothing but cringe. Joe himself. So um, Kamala Harris's husband, uh, Doug Emma, I think his name or something. I mean, the guy never shows up in public. It really doesn't matter. So he's he announced today that he has COVID, I guess Kamala Harris is still negative and Joe Biden's still negative. They, you know, I guess they won't ever get COVID. Um, Remember, if you listen to Joe, well, if you get get the vaccines, you ain't going to get COVID, he said. So Joe says earlier today, the first lady, now listen, you got to listen carefully here. The first lady's husband contracted COVID. Now, let me run that by again. The first. These are again. This is an exact quote from Joe Unity earlier. The first lady's husband contracted COVID. Folks, who's the first lady's husband? As and he announces himself. I'm Doc, I'm I'm Joe Biden's husband. It's himself, the stupid idiot. Someone of the staffers had to say, "Oh, uh, um, Joe, the uh, the 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 first lady's husband is actually you." And he just laughs and jokes like it's funny. Uh, Congressman Ronnie Jackson from Texas, who's long been calling for Joe to take a cognitive test, says, quote, uh, a few hours ago, tweets, Biden was lost today. He announced he had COVID. He confused his wife with Kamala. He confused himself with Kamala's husband. Then he fumbled, remembering the name of his own U.S. and U.N. ambassador, all in under 15 minutes. This is bad. He needs a cognitive exam now. And what has Joe done? I mean, Joe, like the problem on the southern border. Last year, we had 2 million illegal aliens flood into our country. And what does Joe do? Well, he appoints Kamala Harris as the borders are. How many times has Kamala Harris gone down to the border? You bet none. Hasn't even come close to getting down to the southern border. So Kamala Harris... Over the weekend, and this is in um, Media Research Center, this was yesterday, White House changes official transcript to cover Kamala's major fact flub. This is Brittany Hughes who writes, The White House has made changes to the official transcript of the speech Vice President Kamala Harris gave last week in Poland, where she errantly referred to Ukraine as a member of NATO. Harris gave uh, this speech last week in Poland. Uh, She says, quote, The United States stands firmly with the people of Ukraine in defense of the NATO alliance. Oh, in defense of the NATO alliance. Kamala, is Ukraine part of NATO? And uh, then, so there's just one, again, Hughes writes, there's just one problem. Ukraine isn't a member of NATO. This is a pretty big blunder for at least two reasons. First, Ukraine's potential inclusion in NATO is part of what prompted Putin's invasion of the country in the first place. To misunderstand Ukraine's relationship with NATO is not is to not understand one of the fundamental causes of the conflict itself. Remember what Kamala Harris was trying to describe what's was happening? Well, Ukraine's a country in Europe, huh? and Russia's a, a bigger country in Europe. And that bigger country done took over the smaller country in Europe. Oh my God. Um. Additionally, were Ukraine to be a member of NATO, then an attack by Russia on its borders would have triggered Article 5 of NATO treaty engaged all members, including the United States, in a war. And folks, you probably haven't heard about Kamala Harris stating this because there's been no news coverage of it at all. Given that Harris was recently tapped by the Biden administration to head up the White House's official response team to the uh, Russian invasion, touring Europe and holding press conferences as the situation unfolds, it assumes that, well, at least she knows the basics of the crisis she's been tasked with addressing. But one can't wish for miracles. To correct the blunder, the White House quietly corrected the mistake in the official transcript of the speech. I will say over and over again, the United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people and in defense of the NATO alliance. Well, folks, that is not what she said. And again, that's a pretty big blunder, but you won't hear about it in the mainstream media. She writes, uh, I suppose that's one way to cover for the fact that your second-in-command is clearly an overhead. Just change your words and pretend that she didn't say it. After all, we're pretty sure Biden didn't even hear the flub, or even if he did, well, he's probably forgotten at this point. What Joe is doing is making sure that Poland doesn't give these MiG fighter jets to Ukraine. And Jen Psaki was asked about it earlier today. White House Press Secretary Jen Circleback Saki struggled to explain why the Biden administration continues to reject Poland's offer. And again, I'm going to get to this in a second, folks. I think I have an idea as to why they are rejecting Poland. Poland's offer to send MiG-29 jet fighters to Ukraine despite President Volodymyr Zelensky's repeated pleas for the warplanes. Quote, it's not the president's assessment or certainly not my assessment. It was the assessment of the Department of Defense. And a big part of the assessment was related to where these planes would take off from or how you would get them into Ukraine she says, so that was something they were exploring and discussing with a range of partners. But their assessment was also based specifically on the transfer of it to Ukraine and that that may be mistaken as escalatory, she says. It could be perceived as escalatory because folks, for some reason, again, this administration is so afraid of Vladimir Putin. And it is time to ask the question, what does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Biden? Again, this is by Lee Smith, and this was in Tablet Magazine. Vladimir Putin. Did, and again, not only Tablet Magazine, who's who's asking the question, but Politico literally said last month Putin was playing Biden all along. New York Post back in May, last year. What does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Biden? Lee Smith writes, Vladimir Putin didn't need And again, remember, this is back in January of this year. Putin didn't need the green light that Joe Biden gave Russian forces during his marathon press conference for a minor incursion into Ukraine. The Russian president already knew the U.S. commander-in-chief couldn't stop him even if he wanted to. Now, sure, Putin has seen the polling and knows foreign entanglements won't help a Democrat uh, hemorrhaging support from his own party. But that doesn't seem to be all. You don't need a secret dossier authored by a British ex-spy for hire like Christopher Steele to understand the possible, weird, real-world mirror version of Russiagate. This time, it's basically all out in the open, though. Or at least it was until the press and social media scrubbed reports of Hunter Biden's laptop from the Internet in the build-up to the 2020 election. The laptop whose uh, provenance and contents have both since checked out beyond any shadow of a doubt... Give evidence of Hunter's financial relationships with foreign officials and businesses like the more than $50,000 per month he got for sitting on the board of Burisma Holdings, Ukrainian Energy Company, when again, he had no experience in energy, oil, gas, doesn't even speak the Ukrainian language. So the point though, the obvious point of paying Hunter Biden was to buy protection from the American official in charge of Ukraine policy. And who was that? You bet. Joe, Unity, Biden. But the Hunter Biden laptop and the cries of Russian disinformation that followed raise a timely question. Given the Biden's Ukraine related activities, what additional information does Moscow have on the first family? Hunter Biden's problems with substance abuse, prostitutes money would have made the vice president's son an ideal target for foreign intelligence services. Worse... Joe Biden seems to have eagerly promoted his son's shakedown efforts, even boasting publicly about using his office to interfere in Ukraine's political and judicial systems. Remember when he was saying, well, I'm leaving here in six hours, and if that prosecutor, Victor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma Holdings, if he's not fired, then you're not getting a billion American tax-paying dollars. Son of a B, Joe says. He got fired. So there is surely no shortage of oligarchs, either Ukrainian or Russian, who are eager to share information about their dealings with the Bidens. No, in order to gain influence with Putin and undo rival billionaires, one can assume that all of that information has made its way by now to Vladimir Putin's table. The likelihood that Russia is sitting on a wealth of compromising Ukraine-related material on Joe Biden and his family may come as a shock to the media that published the Trump-Russia collusion narrative for four years, but the Biden-Russia compromise story may be more than a political funhouse mirror. It may explain why the president was so going for, why Joe Biden was so eager to pass Nord Stream 2 pipelines and, and, and waived the sanctions on there. And that was, again, remember, almost as soon as he took office. Putin then seized the opportunity to move more than 100,000 troops to Ukraine's border. And now, again, folks, remember, this was written back in January. Now we know exactly what Vladimir Putin is doing. Now we know Joe Biden still doesn't want to send the uh, fighter jets into Ukraine. Maybe, I don't know, does Joe, does Vladimir Putin have something on Joe Biden? Does he have something on Joe Biden's son, Hunter? What's more though, it may also provide new insight into the Russiagate conspiracy theory that poisoned America's public sphere and made people lose their collective minds. He writes, given the amount of genuinely compromising material tying Joe Biden and his son to shady dealings involving Ukraine and Russia, including a $3.5 million payment that Hunter Biden received from the widow of the former mayor of Moscow. Baterina is her name, folks, and she's known as the first lady of Moscow. That was in 2014. It's worth asking if Joe Biden, the 46th president of the United States, was the initial target of the Hillary-Rotten-Clinton-funded Russian dossier. In fact, allegations about the Biden's activities in Ukraine, sourced in part, it seems, to the Clinton campaign, made their way into the New York slimes in 2015, encouraging Biden to dispel second thoughts about re-entering the 2016 race. And folks, if you go back, to December 8th of 2015, you will find James Risen writing, quote, Joe Biden, his son, and the case against a Ukrainian oligarch. So folks, this is the reason why it is so bad that the mainstream media didn't want to cover a thing about the Hunter Biden laptop, about how Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the whole Biden family is so compromised by China, by Ukraine and by Russia. I don't know, folks. I want I want to continue to ask the question. What does Vladimir Putin have on Joe Biden? Because again, all of a sudden Hunter Biden gets a 3.5 million dollar deal from the First Lady of Moscow, Bacherina Folks, you don't think Vladimir Putin has something on Joe Biden? Because I think he does, folks, and I think that that is sad. I think it is sad. I think it is heartbreaking. I think it is horrific. I think it is terrible for our sitting U.S. president, our commander-in-chief, to be compromised by Russia. Again, by a Russian president who's invading a, a, a an independent country. It's, it's It's downright disgusting, folks, and the media doesn't even want to cover it. They really don't. All right, so 700, 29th day of slowing the spread tomorrow. Oh, by the way, folks, tomorrow so this is going to be a short week uh for me. I didn't mention this yesterday. We're only going to do 3 shows um this week. Tomorrow'll be the last one in uh, you know, with St. Patty's Day uh weekend coming up, folks. I'll be out on Thursday and Friday. So tomorrow'll be our last show of the week. And what a show we got because tomorrow is 2 years of slowing the spread two years 730 days tomorrow today the 729th day of slowing the spread we have 1041 days left of the joe unity biden administration